since learning the truth about alcohol over four years ago, I've become pretty skeptical about anything that seems too good to be true. You know, like alcohol. If you're like me and you can spot a too good to be true health hack from a mile away, congrats, you're a skeptic too. Ritual knows that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds our standards. I take Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus every morning because it has high quality and traceable key ingredients in clean, bioavailable forms. It's gentle on an empty stomach and has a minty essence in every bottle that helps make taking my multis actually enjoyable. No more shady business. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month at ritual.com forward slash sober mom. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com forward slash sober mom for 25% off. All right, you guys, I am currently struggling with a pinched nerve in my neck. And if you have ever had one, you know the pain. So I am feeling super thankful for today's sponsor, Tanasi. Tanasi's CBD, CBDA is two times better than CBD alone and better than over-the-counter ibuprofen, acetaminophen, and aspirin. It helps soothe and relieve my aches and pains, like my pinched nerve, and it's great for sleep and anxiety, so I put it on right before bed. Tanasi was discovered by a team of chemists and biologists at Middle Tennessee State University, and 5% of all revenue is given back to the university partner for ongoing research. It is THC-free and comes in a range of products. I love the topicals, but you can also choose from soft gels, gummies, and tinctures. Satisfaction is guaranteed. Try Tanasi for 30 days, and if you don't love it, you get a full refund. Go to Tanasi.com and use code MOM to get 25% off at checkout. That's T-A-N-A-S-I.com to get 25% off your first order with promo code MOM. Hi, welcome to the Sober Mom Life podcast. I'm your host, Suzanne, of My Kind of Sweet and the Sober Mom Life on Instagram. If you are a mama who has questioned your relationship with alcohol at times, if you're wondering if maybe it's making motherhood harder, this is for you. I will be having candid, honest, funny conversations with other moms who have also thought, hmm, maybe motherhood is better without alcohol. Is it possible? We'll chat and we'll talk about all things sobriety and how we've found freedom in sobriety. I don't consider myself an alcoholic. You don't have to either. And maybe life is brighter without alcohol. I hope you will join us on this journey and I'm so excited to get started. Hello and welcome to the Real Sober Mom Chats on the Sober Mom Life podcast. You guys know these stories are near and dear to my heart. These are stories from women who are in the Sober Mom Life community, in the Sober Mom Life Cafe, and for a lot of them, it's the first time telling their story. These are real moms. It's like the real housewives, but without the booze. Don't forget, if you want to share your story, come and join us. We now have two options for memberships. We have the Sober Mom Life community. For $5.95 a month, you get to connect with sober and sober curious women all day long in the chat and in the feed. And then you also get access to our Tuesday peer support Zoom meeting at 11 a.m. Central. 
And also the cafe. The cafe is $25 a month and you get so many meetings. You get access to eight weekly peer support meetings plus our monthly book club. You get your own feed and chat where you get to connect with the ladies. You also get to go on things like the retreat with us that's coming up at the end of February and just so many other amazing things. Come and join us. We would love to have you and enjoy The Real Sober Moms. Jessica Mueller. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm excited because this is like my past meeting my present, even though you're still in my present. Right. And um, yeah, so we went to college together in Green Bay. I always talk about <laughs> okay. <laughs> I all <laughs> we're laughing <laughs> because me in college. Okay. I always talk about like in our groups and stuff. I'm like, you guys, there's no rules. It's like fast and loose, kind of like me in college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever you describe it as is cool. So, <laughs> <laughs> just whatever. But, and I was just saying, like, I've known you since I'm what, 18, 19? Like, yes. we met. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but I don't know, like, because we weren't close in college. We were actually, well, I don't, what were we? Well, I was pretty boring in college. So, okay. That is, that is nice because you, what you're not saying. <laughs> Is that I was, uh, <laughs> I would say we did very different things, which is funny and it's totally cool. But we were like, I was, I was boring. I tell my high school students, like I was not your typical, like college kid. I really didn't start drinking until after college. And so, I wait, mean, is that true? Because you played basketball for us. Did you? Well, that's what I went there for. Yes. But then Ryan played. And so we lived like on Ryan's schedule. So obviously he couldn't party much or be out much. So we were just like boring together. Right. And you guys, that's, yes, that's how I, I knew you through like the bas- the boys basketball yes. world. Cause I wasn't, you guys, I know, you know, shocking, but I wasn't a basketball player. I was just, I was into dating the basketball players. Right. And Hey, <laughs> like I said, that's totally. And you can imagine how the, basketball players girlfriends <laughs> thought of that <laughs> right yes yes there was definitely yeah an attitude that came with some of some of them yes but then you and I connected like after college actually like when did we like connect again so we connected I mean because we were always friends on Facebook and stuff like that but how we really connected was when my friends and I we would always come down to Chicago at the end of October when you were back to Chicago, then we had you, you met up with us and we did dinner for a couple of years, actually. And then you, you came to like my baby shower and wedding shower. Yes. Yes. And my wedding. wedding. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Yes. I love it. Okay. So we're both from Wisconsin, which like, it's so funny as I talk to more and more people on here, like everyone is like, well, I know like the whole country drinks, but my state is like the drinker. And I feel like I mean, Wisconsin yes. drinks. We are the drinkers. Right. Like you guys think you're all the drinkers, but like Wisconsin. And actually I did, I posted the like 25 drunkest cities in America in 2023. You know what one was number one? Green Bay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I was like, okay, this is embarrassing. Um, 
But I do think like people don't quite get it unless they've experienced it. I mean, even like tailgating, all of that is a different level here compared to other college cities, you know, whether it's Badger football, Green Bay, it doesn't matter. Brewers. Yeah, Brewers. It's named the Brewers for God's sakes. Yeah, right. Exactly. So yeah, it's been an interesting journey. I mean, I'm, you know, super excited that you really did inspire me to to continue with it, you know, because I, I remember texting you like, I'm just trying for a month. I just want to try, you know, doing this. Yeah. And in my mind, you know, especially since COVID, we were home all the time. I mean, Ryan and I are not, especially we with our twin girls, like we're not ones to, you know, go out or anything like that. But I would say prior to COVID, we would make times to, you know, go out with our friends and get a sitter or whatever. Yeah. And since COVID, we're home just all the time. So I feel like more people would come visit us at home. Well, then it's like, well, what do you do? Do you want to drink? You know, so it's not that we, that, or I I should say me, like that I was drinking a lot, but we were drinking often. Yeah. Where it's just kind of like a constant, like, and, and maybe even like a mindless thing, like you're not drinking because you want to, right. And you're not like actually choosing it. You're just like, no, this is just what we do. Right. Yep. And I get home from work and, you know, I'm done with work at 315 ish. And that's what we would do. We'd go home, Ryan would get home and we would have our normal drink. And it didn't matter like what day of the week it was. And, you know, so it just became such a normal thing. And then I'm, I just remember asking myself, like, why, why am I doing this? You know, and again, not that it was a lot, but I'd wake up in the morning. I'm like, what the hell am I doing? You know, here we are again. Oh, I'll stop tomorrow. Oh, I'll stop on Monday. And it was just a vicious cycle of like same crap every day. And I guess, you know, a a lot of people here at work, I work at the high school and I feel like a lot of people, yes, drinking is such a big part of what we do, but I feel like instead of people saying like, why are you not drinking? I feel like I get more of the, I wish I could do it. I'm intrigued by it. And I feel like that's where the mindset is shifting a little bit where it's not like, oh, stop, you know, just have one. I've never gotten that. Nobody has ever said to me like, what are you doing? Like, don't be where I feel like I would have been that person years ago. Like, oh, you can just have some. It's fine. Like, start on Monday. So I feel like that's really changed. That's so interesting. And okay, so when you said that you didn't drink in college, which of course I didn't know that because I was too busy drinking in college to realize that you you guys weren't drinking. (laughs) When did you start? I, I mean, honestly, I remember feeling like at 21, that's what you should be doing. Yeah. And so I remember starting with Bloody Marys um, after Ryan and I got married. So then, you know, yeah. we moved to Wapan. We were members or we are members at the a golf course. So we didn't have kids then. So we were out there all the time. Well, that's what you did. You golfed and you drank and you start over the next day. And then that's what you did all weekend long. So I would say it was, I got married at 22. So I would say that's really when it started. And we did. You guys got married. That is like so crazy. And yeah. you guys are still like going strong. You guys, they're the cutest couple. I swear to God. They're like the Ken and Barbie. Oh, yes. Um, no, definitely. But yeah, so for 20 years. Um, but and wow. we, didn't, we didn't have kids for 13 years. So, you know, that's what you did. You woke up, yeah. started. I mean, Ryan and I will talk about that. There, It would be Tuesday nights out at the golf course we would still be there at almost midnight and wake up and be perfectly fine the next day going to work. And he's in banking and I'm a school counselor. So it's like, how did I do this? If I'm not in bed at 8.05 now, I start getting heart palpitations. Like I'm not going to get my nine hours in. 
So it has changed so much and I'm, I'm just super thankful that it has. And yeah, cause it's been just over a year. Oh my God. Okay. So then like, did it change when, when the girls came, like when you had the girls, your beautiful twin girls, yeah. like, and they're so sweet. Like every, <laughs> my mom, I swear to God, like that's all that she's like, Oh my God, Jess's girls are just so cute. <laughs> like she like loves seeing your girls on Facebook. So like, how did that go? And how did you find, you know, I always say pregnancy doesn't count because you're, you don't have to answer all of these questions that we think we have to answer Mm -hmm. when we stop drinking, like, oh no, is it forever? And all of these things, all the pressure. So like, how was that? And then how was the, did you see your drinking change from pre-motherhood to post-motherhood? Yeah, I think that was a, that was a huge shift for me. Um, I exclusively pumped for a year. Um, and oh my God, which is so hard. Yeah. The interesting part, I did have one spotted cow every single day and that was for my production. So I would make, um, you know, special cookies with whatever yeast in it. And then I have a spotted cow and I was an overproducer. So then, yeah. Which is probably what the doctor told you to do too, right? Exactly. I remember my mom saying that too, because I breastfed, which I think I can't imagine like exclusively pumping First of all, you have twins. Like, I don't even understand how twins work. Like, how do you have twin babies? I, I don't understand that. You guys are superheroes. But then to exclusively pump, which means it's like double the time. Right. So yours is actually like quadruple the time because you have two babies that you have to double the time for. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah. So it was um, – so I would say, you know, with pumping, obviously, same as, you know, breastfeeding, whatever, you didn't want to consume a ton of alcohol. You know, so, I mean, I would still have – you know, a couple beers here or there. But then it was like, after that year was done, it was kind of like, a, you know, again, we were home all the time. So it wasn't that I was drinking a lot, but it was back to drinking like often because like our house is very, we live in a neighborhood that everybody knows everybody. Ryan's parents are very close. My mom lives in Wapan. Our next door neighbors are our best friends. So it's like, if the garage door is open, that means we are like open for business. And that's still kind of the rule now. So it's like the garage doors oh open, God, people are welcome that. to stop. Yeah. So wait, do they just walk in? Yeah, yeah. People just come over. What? Yeah. You guys, this is Wisconsin. I love that. Yes. So it's a yeah. So that's kind of the rule, like in our neighborhood too. If the garage doors open, people are welcome. And so, I mean, that can be Sunday mornings. That's the thing. Like people come over for parties yeah. or whatever, and that was just kind of how it worked. But now, since I've stopped drinking. Um, the Sunday mornings have really like Ryan's dad, he would always come over for a Bloody Mary, my mom, Bloody Mary on Sunday mornings. And now it's just really changed. So like, since I've removed myself from it, I feel like it's like slow to other people within our house anyway. So, okay. So this is interesting because we're always talking about like the social, maybe the social fallout or just like how relationships change with you know, family members who still drink, husbands, Mm -hmm. best friends who still drink. And so are people still coming over? Like they're like, okay, Justin Ryan's garage door's up. (laughs) We're coming over. Are they now like, do are they coming over less or they're coming over and they're just not drinking? So they still come over and they, they will still drink. Okay. Ryan still drinks, you said? Yep. And so I would say I am not, and I think that's why people still like me. Because, like, I'm not expecting anybody else to change, and I don't, yes. I don't push it on anybody. And honestly, I don't really talk about it. So if people ask me, I'll talk about it. But I'm not running around saying like, you know, shame on you, you're still drinking. I'm not like I'm better, you know. And you're not like you're not like holding a sign, being like, 
You're poisoning yourself. Yes. Stop. Yes. And so um, like my brother and his wife, they are up by us all the time too. Like they'll do dry January, but then they still drink and we yeah. camp with them all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't expect anybody else to change. It's just really for me. I would say my mom has totally not 100% done, but like she's cut back because she's at our house every day. Yeah. So, I mean, it's changed a lot of people. I would say Ryan has really cut back. How has that been? Like, have you guys had, cause you know, Russell still drinks and like, that's probably the question I get asked more than any other one is like, Mm -hmm. okay, yeah, but what about your husband? And my approach was similar to yours that I was like, oh, I never like when I decided to stop drinking, I kind of didn't even factor him into my thought process. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't factor anybody else in. I was just like, oh, this is what I'm doing. Like I didn't expect him to stop. Like I didn't have any, I didn't even have any boundaries at first because I was just so focused on me, which is I think what you have to do. Mm -hmm. And so what's the conversation with Ryan like that? Was there ever one or it was just kind of like naturally he started drinking less? Yeah. So last year um, I started at January 2nd. And so then he yeah. did, um, I think it was like 22 days. So he he went that long and didn't at all. And then he just kind of gradually did again. It was never something that I like said he should do or, but I think it's just automatically kind of allowed him to cut cut back too, because I am his drinking person, you know, because like I said, we're home all the time. And so I think it's, you know, that's changed a bit. But I, you know, again, I would never say that he can't. Um, And of course, he's golfing when it's nice out, you know, so that's what him and all the guys kind of do. So I guess I'm, I'm fine with him still doing it as long as it doesn't impact our girls or like, obviously, our marriage and stuff like that. But that's a huge thing for me. Yeah, that's kind of the same. Like we're the influencer in our home, right? right? And so I think a lot of, I hear from a lot of women being like, oh, like I didn't realize that like I was actually influencing my husband to drink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I was the one being like, no, we're opening this wine or we're doing this. And then he would just drink. And then now that I'm not doing it at home, he was just like, okay, <laughs> now we're not doing this. It was like, oh, wait, it was me? <laughs> yes, exactly. And I think that's it kind of goes for, um, just like your friend group in general too. Cause I mean, I feel like sometimes Ryan and I are, were, especially when we, before the girls were, we were like the fun ones or the party planners or the, you know, and so all of a sudden you take that out of the equation and I know I'm probably less fun. My sister-in-law says I'm the most fun uh, sober person that she has seen, which I guess I'll take See? as a compliment. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean like camping, everything is very different now that, you know, first off you remember it and I always feel good as far as waking up in the morning and I didn't eat crappy or yeah, it's just such a, such a different lifestyle. I'm down 40 pounds in a year. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah. You look incredible. Even, even though the sweet thing is still like, I mean, crumble is still in our house every single week. That's Ryan and I look at. Is that those cookies? Yes. So we look at the flavors oh, every Monday yum. and then he brings crumble and yeah. So <laughs> You know, just go with it. I know. I I said I'd rather rather the sugar than than the alternative. So yeah, no, it's so true. I always love these stories, and that's why I wanted to talk to you because it's not this like rock bottom thing, and it's not like that you had to, you know, you were forced Mm -hmm. by like outside situations to look at your relationship with alcohol or anybody sat you down. There was no intervention of being like, okay, Jess. Like it was just you being like. Oh, I think I've outgrown this. Mm-hmm. 
I think this is no longer, this no longer fits my life, how I want to feel and what I want my life to be. And I think that's the, that's the part that allowed me to kind of just keep pushing through. Cause at first, you know, I always thought, you know, that I had to be creating a mocktail so that I could fit in. And now I just have like, I've always had an obsession with water bottles, but now I just buy pretty colors and add to my collection. And I take that everywhere. Like everybody knows I always have my water bottle. I'm like, oh, no carry-ins. Okay, well, cool. Here's my water bottle. So it's very different. I think at first I was, you know, also trying to figure out like what to do with my hands. I know in some of the Quitlet, they've talked about that before too, but it's like, okay, what do I do? What do I do? And now it's just so comfortable. Like people will, will get there. It's just getting through that those first like couple of months of all the new things like you always talk about. And then it just becomes like a, a natural thing. Like, I can't believe I did that for that long or did it, you know, that much or whatever. Yeah. So how do you think about it? Like when you think about the future, because now you've got a year under your belt. I don't even think about it. I don't crave it. Yes. I don't want it. I, I mean, I just, I think because like I enjoy getting dressed now and, you know, I've had to get a lot of new clothing and stuff like that, which I've always loved to do, but now it's like actually fun. I know that's not everybody's thing right now. I know weight loss hasn't hasn't come for everybody, so I'm not saying only quit because of that, but that has been a um, huge thing for me, feeling so much better mentally and physically. You know, so I, do I ever want to do it again? I know we talk about never saying never and ever and whatever, but... Um, I always say never. Yes. You feel good saying never? I do. Like, I, I feel so good and... I love that my girls can, you know, grab my water bottle at any time and they can have their water and not say, mom, is this water? You know, it's just such a different feel. Yeah. What do they know? Because your girls are, are they, how old are they? Seven? Yep. They're seven. Yeah. How are they seven? Like, I remember when you were pregnant. Yes. Remember when you were pregnant and I was like, it's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I I do remember talking to you and you came to the baby shower. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. I'm sorry if I, I'm sorry if I was a. a downer about having a baby no. at your baby. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it was fine. It was fine. Um, but they know everything. Like we are, we're super transparent with them about life in general. So yeah, so they know and they love it. They commented on it often. Really? They comment on Ryan still having drinks. They, they noticed that. Um, I know that's what Harper, like my nine-year-old is like, wait a second, because you know, they hear me talk about alcohol just like for the podcast or whatever and writing a book and all that stuff. And so now she's like, like he got home from a golf trip last night and she's like, did you drink? You know? And he was like, yeah, I had, I had a couple of beers and she's like, oh, yeah. you know? And so now he's like getting judgment from the nine yes. year olds. Yes. Right. Yeah. Not, not the wife. Like I'm like, no, it's fine. And then I'm like, okay, yeah, Harper, you go do your thing. Yes, I fine. love it. I do love it because I also think it's important for him to hear that, you know, from their perspective, not just me harping. I mean, cause like, right. don't get me wrong. There are times, plenty of times where I'm harping, you know, like I just don't post those on my Instagram stories. Um, you know, so <laughs> yeah. yes, there's plenty of that too. So Yeah. It's so interesting to see it then from, especially when, you know, you grow up in Wisconsin and you grow up, like I grew up, my parents, well, my mom didn't really drink, but my dad definitely drank. Mm -hmm. And so seeing it now from 
the kid's perspective of like now they have a parent who doesn't right and then a parent who does yeah they have the the words like we're talking about it like yes. when I grew up we didn't talk about mm-hmm. alcohol really at all and I know I know your parents were divorced too um my parents yeah. got divorced when I was seven they remained good friends I think kind of like your mom and dad did but my dad quit drinking at that time because he didn't ever want anybody to think it was because of alcohol, which I thought, you know, at that time, it would have been 1987. And he went for 20 some years without drinking. And my mom was never a big drinker. So yeah, and then he gradually started started up again, too. And so I mean, it's always something that my dad has like, kind of gone back and forth with. And he is diabetic, and he has been for probably... I don't know, 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know, so it is something that he has struggled with. So it's kind of an interesting dynamic now that I'm not, and he hasn't for how long. And, you know, so it's just, it's fun to to talk with him about it because I think he struggles more probably in thinking about it, being single and stuff like that. But at the same time, he's like, no, because of being a grandpa and like wanting to be like the best to my kids. Um, yeah. So that's a huge thing for him is like, no, nah, I don't have time for that shit. He'll say like, right. you know, now, right. that he, now that we have the girls and stuff. So I think that's been huge for him to stay away from it. Yeah. And then to see you and like that you're kind of setting the tone and maybe showing him like a brighter side right. to it of like, no, you, it's not this, you know, yeah, the kind of the old school AA way of thinking about right. it too. Yep. Exactly. Of like, yeah, that you're always just like, I don't know, whatever they say, it's like waiting for you or mm-hmm. yes. it's going to come and get you like the big scary monster. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Yeah, so that's been a, that's been a fun, fun thing to do together too, so. Oh, that's so special. I love this. I love that I, I get to like hear all of this and then this just takes our friendship to a different level because yes, like. Yes, exactly. Yeah, just to think back to college and like, you know, we were on like different paths and stuff. And then slowly, like, we came together in like adulthood and trying to figure out all of whatever our 20s and then the third. And then get, well, you were already married. I got married later. Yeah. And then marriage and then motherhood and now sobriety. And so, how our paths are kind of like, we're back together. I love it. Yesterday, we were at um, Cafe Hollander in Middleton or um, at, in Madison. And so it was so funny because I was drinking this Bellini, any whatever, um, off the menu that they had. And so I said, I just wish I could make these at home because it was super fancy and a pretty glass and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And Ryan goes, well, you know, your girl Susie's got some recipes. <laughs> oh, my God, I love that he calls you Susie still. Yes. And he's not even on Facebook. He just creeps on mine. So I'm like, yes, yes. Ryan, I know she does. <laughs> So we got a kick out of that. So that's so funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, so he pays attention to way more than he lets on, on my Facebook. Yes. So, mm-hmm. Oh, same. Like Russell's like, so not involved, but he's like, let me see yours. And I'm like, stay off mine. Don't ruin my algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> like, get your own. The latest golf um, tournament. It's fine. Yes. Or there's like some like golf comedian guy that Russell's like, let me see. And I'm like, don't you dare put golf on my algorithm. Like I want, want puppies. I want like funny. I don't want golf. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. But I love that you're doing this. I am uh, seriously very thankful for you. And uh, you know, like this is kind of a a new thing for people. And I, I think it's only going to attract more people. Yeah. If people will allow 
themselves to feel what we can feel. I think if they would give themselves some time and realize that they're not missing out on stuff, yes. um, life is just, I don't know, so much better, so much more vivid. I will say though, last night I had an awful dream that I started drinking again. Oh. Yes. And that was, it, it is interesting because I had those for like the first probably four months. I, every other night would wake up oh. thinking I ruined it. Oh my God. And then they feel so real. But then when you wake up, it's that like relief yes. that like washes over you. And then you're like, oh, I know the drinking dreams are those can. Yeah. So you had one last night. I did have one last night. And I don't know if it was because um, of thinking of, you know, today or, or what it, what it was. Um, but yeah, it's, it, those are not pleasant to wake up to until you realize like, oh, thank God. Like, I know. It's like a cheating dream or something that you're yes. like, what? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Like, oh, thank, thank God. It's <laughs> yes. not real. Yes. Or like when I have a dream that my husband cheats and then I'm like mad at him and he's like, right. I didn't do it. And I'm like, it was very real. So <laughs> <laughs> yes, you did in my dream. Yes. Yes. Oh my God. So, yeah. But it's been, it's been good. So thank you. And you know, Aww. I hope, I hope more and more people can realize the benefits and we're doing a, um, a health and wellness um, in-service for our district next month. I was talking to some of my colleagues about possibly doing like just a little session on alcohol, but you know, you have to approach it so carefully because I don't want to seem elitist and I don't want to seem like I'm judging, but I also would like to just share the benefits, but also just like encouraging people to try. So I'm still trying to figure out if I if I want to put myself out there and do that. But I also like I have such a good relationship with all my people here. I don't want it to look like I'm judging at all because I feel like you would not come off judgmental. You're just not that person. And so like and if if the best way to do it is just share your story. Right. So Mm -hmm. you're not saying like you guys should really think about your drinking. (laughs) You're just saying like, hey, just in case, like I just thought I would share my story because I thought that I didn't qualify for a full life without alcohol. And it turns out like I do. And it's really fucking good. I know you can't say fucking school. (gasps) Did I can. I could. You can. (laughs) Oh, my God. Say it then. Oh my God. I want to go back to school. People kind of expect that from me once in a while. So oh, good. Okay. Say it. Yes, Cause um, everybody knows I love a good fuck word. So. Yeah. Good, good, good. I always think about all of the people who are under like tremendous stress, especially since the pandemic and the pandemic response and everything that they had to deal with. And like that they've been taught that alcohol is there to help and will help. And when you see it only makes it worse. Like it, it kind of feels like a responsibility to say like, Hey, you guys, just so you know, like, this is what I've discovered. And like, right. maybe, maybe you will do. And, and kind of like you say, it changes one, totally. one person. Yes. You know, that's so send them my way. <laughs> yes, I do. I, and it's interesting. Like I always tell people about, you know, it's interesting how your page has changed too. I mean, you were very much more into like the fashion stuff before, which I like how you, you combine both now. Cause it's like two of my favorite things. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so it's a good, good combination. I know some of your people haven't understood that quite yet, but whatever. Yeah. Some people are like, yeah, this fashion blogger, what do you, I'm like, just get off my page. Then. Yeah, what does she know? Yeah. What does she know? She's just a little fashion blogger. Like I just want to text you and be like, tell them to F off. I know. And sometimes I do. And then I get in trouble for that. (laughs) Yeah. Well, whatever. They can just scroll along. Right. 
just like unfollow me then, please. Right. That's what I don't understand. Like, why do people still put their the energy into following right. somebody that they don't agree with? Like, right. what, what's that doing for you? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, yep. I don't know. Oh, my God. Well, just thank you. I'm so glad we got to do this. Yeah. Thank you for asking me. It's just such a cool. Of course. Yes, I will definitely keep you posted. I'll uh, I'll let you know what it what I decide for the wellness and service yeah. too. And let me know because, like, I feel like yeah, we, we can't talk about health and wellness without talking about this, right? Right, exactly. It kind of really does go hand in hand. And then I thought, well, what if somebody got up there and started talking about how you shouldn't smoke? And I'm like, is this like 1980? But I mean, right. I guess people still. Right. Because now smoking is like kind of taboo and like a social, right. And like alcohol is going that way. Like it in whatever, 10, 15, 20 years, it'll be like, oh, wow. Could you, you know, people used to drink this like all the time. Yes. Yeah. Or like sitting in a bar when people were smoking, we're like, oh my gosh, can you believe we sat among that all I the know. time? I told Harper the other day, I was like, no, you used to go into a restaurant and they would be like smoking or non. And you'd be yes. like, non. And you would literally just go sit like over there. Right. <laughs> and like the smokers were like right there. And like the, as the, the smoke is just like hanging above you. You're like, I'd like non-smoking, please. <laughs> And then I, we would get home and I would make Ryan take his clothes off and take our yes. clothes off in the garage. I'm like, these are not allowed in the house. And you get your ass in the shower because yes. I don't want to wash the bedding again. I know because it smells so bad. And then could you imagine you're eating while yeah. people are <laughs> so gross. <laughs> so weird. So hopefully at some point years from now, we're thinking the same thing. Like, I can't believe people went to a bar and did this constantly all day long. Yes. So. I know. I know. Yeah. Fingers crossed. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Well, Jess, I love you. I really do. I love you too. And it's been so much fun. And like you said, our friendship and journey and everything. No, I love it. We're still going strong. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Sober Mom Life. If you loved it, please rate and review it wherever you listen. Five stars is amazing. Also, follow me on Instagram at The Sober Mom Life. Okay, I'll see you next week. I'm going to go reheat my coffee. Bye. I'm Madeline, and I'm the host of the Happiest Sober Podcast. I got sober in my 20s after a decade of gray area drinking, and the greatest plot twist of all time was realizing that alcohol, the thing that I thought made my life the most happy and fun and exciting, was actually the exact thing preventing me from living my happiest and best life. My mom is 40 years sober, and she joins me on my podcast very often. I like to call her my part-time co-host, and I also bring you solo episodes where I share my top tips, tricks, and mindset shifts in sobriety, and lots of how to's for navigating all the things sober from weddings to parties to holidays to bachelorette parties to trips. I'm also joined by so many guests who come on and share their sober stories and they're all so, so inspiring. I'm here to show you that life doesn't end when you quit drinking. In fact, it's very much the opposite. And no matter what your relationship was with alcohol, life can be the absolute happiest when you're sober. New episodes come out every Tuesday. You can listen to Happiest Sober Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.